three, two, one, and we're live again with the second episode. How are you guys doing? I'm Alex Martinez, a.k.a. Benny the Jet Martinez, and we're here with another episode of the Golden Hour Podcast. What's good? It's Cam here, y'all, uh, a.k.a. Cam Beasy underscore on Instagram. I forget my Twitter handle. No, nah, Instagram, Cam Beasy underscore 24. Twitter handle, Cam Beasy underscore. And it's the Golden Hour Podcast, available on all platforms. Yeah, I was about to say, we're on all platforms, fellas. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Speaker, there's all kinds of weird podcast stuff that I never even heard of, but it's on my Instagram bio. And if you guys want to stream, we're also on YouTube. If you guys need a visual display, we'll be posting it up on there too. But if not, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, please leave a review. It helps the podcast a lot. It helps us grow and it helps us in the algorithm. Uh, today, guys, we're going to be talking about the recruiting process, how to get recruited as a high school athlete. What is it like? How do I contact coaches? How do I get offered? We're going to go through all these things. But first, we got to talk about my co-host, Cam Bynum, just recently declared for the draft. How do you feel, Cam? It's surreal. It's something I've been waiting to do all my life. Um, obviously, we've been playing football together, me and you, since, what, sixth grade or something, way back when. So just from those days and all, everything's paying off till now and just got to keep working to actually get to my goal right now of getting drafted. So um, long process, especially now starting my training up. After I, since I declared, and now it's time to go. Yeah, man, you deserve it. I mean, you worked so hard to get here. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's been a lot of long, long nights, early mornings, but it's been fun because I, I enjoy every single second of it. Man, and that's so important is that you have fun playing the sport you love. It'll take exactly. you real far. That's that's the that's where it gets easy. It's people talk about it's. It's super hard to get to the league. It is, but if you're enjoying it, it doesn't even seem like you're working too hard because it's everything you're doing is having fun. So that's how I see it. I'm blessed to be able to enjoy the game like I do. Yeah, man. Congratulations and everybody listening. Make sure you guys give Cam a little congrats and you'll hopefully be seeing him on uh, Sunday nights. Appreciate so, it. God willing. Yeah. Let's get back to the topic, though. So uh, we want to discuss on – for you guys, how to get recruited. I get asked a lot because I train high school athletes. They always come up to me. They ask me, how do I get recruited? How do I contact coaches? How do I even get offered? And most of these guys are young guys. They're guys who haven't even reached varsity yet. And that's probably something that should be uh, rule number one is that you guys should get as much varsity film as you guys possibly can and make it into a highlight tape on huddle. So number one rule for me, Make sure you guys get film, 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 film. Make sure you guys get out there. Make sure you guys make plays. Varsity film for me is like one of the most important things that you guys can control. Mm, yeah, I'd say film for sure. You just got to market yourself as a player because obviously a lot of schools aren't big enough and there's a lot of schools out there that aren't winning programs where they get all the recognition other schools get. So if you have film, you're able to put together a video to show what you got and whether it's – if you're blessed enough to be starting. If you, you're rotating in, you got to take advantage of every play you're in so you can show something good on tape. doesn't always have to be the flash plays. Coaches know technique and coaches see good technique <clears throat> plays too. Obviously, flash plays are good, but just anything, if you're out, out on the field, put out good tape. And even if it's seven on seven, any, any good stuff you can put together for yourself that's a good look for you, 
I think it'll help. You look my name up, you see all type of random seven on seven clips when I was hmm. trying to get recruited. Uh, cause I, was, I wasn't really highly recruited. So uh, I just say market yourself as much as possible in a positive way. And everything you put out, make sure it's just good tape. I was about to ask you too, did you put special team stuff in your film? I put, there, there's a lot of plays in my high school highlight tapes that are playing kickoff, um, chasing people down, effort plays on kickoff, um, punt plays, like special teams, that's important. People, people think it's all, all for the lower, lower players on the depth chart, but when you get to the next level, college, even in the NFL, a lot of your best players are playing special teams, and that's what really turns coaches' um, heads looking at you because you put an effort on offense, defense, yeah. that, but you, can, you have time for special teams now. That's, that's even a plus because pe- people are in the NFL playing special teams only, feeding their families. They're, that's their one job to do, playing special teams, and they do it well, and they're making millions a year. So it's, it pays off in the long run. Yeah, make yourself expendable. And I, I'll even add to that too. Uh, a lot of DBs think that I need to just – I need to get interceptions I, and I need to post interceptions and post all these big highlight plays when you could also – you know, put some highlights of you playing man coverage and just being attached to your man playing, uh, like showing your technique and playing man per- with perfect technique. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to play on the ball every time and show that you swatted a ball. You could just show highlights of you sticking with some of these, you know, receivers. Yeah, I would say that for sure. And don't get, I'll say to all the young DBs, especially in high school, I know it's gotten all big with the social media, but don't get caught up on all the hype of the, big uh, quick jam plays when the receiver is standing there and you're the DBs lined up in the receiver stance and just just jams them straight off the line all that that doesn't happen in real football so don't get caught up in doing all, all those hype videos and all the big big time players like that like Alex was saying show some technique so you can actually cover so you can you can follow a man and you can be consistent with your technique and your yeah. footwork because that carries a little more weight to coaches is into and even in real football just winning football that's a lot better than getting pbus every plays on your highlights because yeah that happens but real good dbs in the real world don't get the ball thrown to them so just because they're they're sticking on their man so that's something really really big for anybody to be putting on their tape yeah man that's so true uh and it's something else that i want to talk about that's not film related but people always believe that it's super important and they really just don't know. Uh, there's these high school athletes that believe that by them paying this uh, big money and fees to take part in big camps like the Nike Spark Combine or the USC camp, there's a lot of kids that pour a lot of money into these things thinking that they're going to get recruited or get offered at the end of the camp. Um, Cam, do you want to give us like a more realistic view of, of what these camps are really offering and what they do for people? Yeah, so um, you have to be careful with the camp scene and be selective which ones you go to. Obviously, it's never going to hurt you going to camps and showing what you can do and competing against the best guys, but especially the big-name camps like the Nike camps, the the rivals, all that stuff. It's kind of more clout-driven and more social media-driven nowadays. So I would say the small there's a lot of satellite camps with the smaller schools that have coaches mm-hmm. from big schools there also that – that aren't as hyped up, it's a lot more competition there as far as 
um, people actually competing for something versus just for the for the clout scene, like I said. And so I would say just go to as many school camps as possible yeah. over those big name camps that are just with all the writers there and no college can no college coaches can even be there. Go to the camps where the actual school's coaches are there so they can see you get your work in versus going to the big name ones. Cause if you're that for me, I got my first offer at a Cal Poly camp. No, no varsity film, no nothing. Just cause I did well at a camp and it was, and it was, it's a smaller school, but everybody has to start somewhere, especially if you're, you're um, not highly recruited yet. And you're trying to get started up, start with a small school because Bama's not going to be your first offer. LSU's not going to be your first offer. Um, most likely. So small school is always the best way to start if you're wanting to do anything. And, and at the end of the day, a free education is a free education, whatever yes. school, school yep. you go to. And that's, that's exactly what I wanted to lead into for our next point is that don't shut out small schools. So again, attend all these smaller school satellite camps. Um, talk to the coaches that are talking to you from small schools. Don't shut them out. Listen to them. Because, you know, it could very well be your first offer and free school is free school. Don't shut these people out because if you shut these people out and then the big names don't answer and then you're left with nothing. So don't don't shut out these smaller schools. I mean, obviously, uh, hear them out, see them out. You know, if it's not the right fit, then it's not the right fit. But don't ever close the door on a coach without or a recruiter without them, you know, being able to talk to you first. I remember when I was in high school. And I would shut out the schools in the Midwest. Like I, I was NAIA and small division two schools would hit me up. And I remember, I'm not going to name the name. There was one in Illinois and then there was one in Kansas. And I remember the recruiter tried to recruit me by saying that their city's small. There's a lot of senior citizens around, but there's a big Walmart. There's a big Walmart next to the campus. <laughs> and I, and me coming from Southern California, and I, I was just saying, so this is your selling point, that Walmart is the end-all, be-all reason why I should come to this school. When you're coming from beaches and Disneyland and Six Flags <laughs> in California. Yeah, it was, it was tough. That's, that's crazy. He, so, he tried to sell a Walmart to you? Yeah, he tried to sell Walmart to me. And I tried to be nice and be like, oh, that's cool, you know, I, but... I, I didn't, I didn't completely shut the door on him. I was still, you know, willing to go out there to go visit. Maybe, you know, he wasn't selling it that well. I didn't end up taking a visit, but I still kept in contact with that coach. Cause again, you never know. You never, you never truly know. Maybe it doesn't work out at the school you go to and you need a place to transfer to, and you'll always have that connection. So don't, don't shut out small schools. I mean, have you ever had an experience with uh, maybe a smaller school that you didn't want to go to, you didn't want to talk to or. Yeah. Well, one, keep, like you said, keep all those relationships open because you never know what's going to happen. So funny story about that. Um, I, my, once my recruiting started to pick up, I had some Pac-12 offers, Mountain West, some, some good solid offers. And then um, an Ivy League school, Dartmouth, hit me up. They offered me. And coaches, he's, uh, he's recruiting me super heavy. Shout out Coach Bruno. He's the coach there. And I, at the end of the day, I didn't want to go. I wasn't going to the East Coast, and I wasn't going to go play Ivy League football. And But I kept a really good relationship with Coach Bruno because he was coming to Centennial. Like I probably saw him every other week out, here, out there recruiting, and he was talking to me every single day. Super cool guy. Come last season, he's my coach at Cal now. Oh. So from 
from recruiting me in high school in Dartmouth, me not shutting him out. And he's, he comes and he's coaching at Cal and he's one of, he's one of my favorite coaches at Cal. He's he, uh, assistant linebacker coach, but he helps with the defense so much. And it's crazy how much like you see things come in a full circle in the coaching world. So if, say I was to shut him out and just ignore him. Oh, you're a small school. I don't care. I gave him the time of the day back then. And he ended up being my coach in college in my school. And we ended up being super cool as, as always. And I was like, yeah, because if, if I would have just ignored him and wasn't cool about it, he would for sure remember remember something like that. Yeah, that's so, crazy. That's, Small that's world. one lesson for everybody. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, especially in the coaching world. Everybody's always getting moved around. These coaching staffs are always being shuffled around. So be careful with that. Man, that's crazy. And I, and I also want to lead up into this next point, too. For those of you who aren't getting offers or getting any interest and you feel like you're putting your best film out there, don't get discouraged. If you don't get an offer by your junior year, don't get discouraged. If you don't get an offer in the middle of your senior year, do not get discouraged because there is a lot of schools out there that offer late and there's a lot of schools that are that don't really start offering or start being interested in, in kids until like very late into the recruiting process. So take your time. So don't, you don't have to stress out. Don't worry. Just control what you can control. Put your best film out there and just don't, don't ever get discouraged because you never know when that offer is going to come in. And I would say, don't be scared of going junior college. That's, yep. that's a great resource that I agree. we have as football players, being able to go play two years to, to get to a D1 if, if your high school stuff doesn't work out. Because I know so many players that didn't get much playing time in, in high school ended up going to juco now they're playing d1 ball balling out and it's it's crazy to see because and juco that's that's really good competition mm -hmm. um going from high school to college ball because a lot of the people that you're playing against in juco's are people that have bounced back from that have played in the big d1 school so i would say don't be don't have too much pride to to be patient away and go to juco and try and earn your offer or even even walk-on. I know a lot of walk-ons that have gone to the NFL, played, um, and just like Alex said, be patient. Don't be, don't be discouraged about anything because you can always make a way. If you, you really love football, if you really love the sport you're playing, whatever sport it is, there's always a way to, to get to a school and play and even go professional if you do everything the right way. Yeah, and also to add to that, don't leave out division three either a lot of people think that division three isn't real football but there's a lot of good players there fellas there's a lot of talent there and most of the talent that is there they're usually guys who were the best on their team but they're just super undersized or just super overlooked and it's just crazy because i went into laverne thinking i'm just going to run the show coming from centennial but then I played my first game and just seeing all these teams like Redlands, like Whitworth, like these are teams with, with some dogs. Like they, they are the real deal. They play football just like everybody else. They're, they're really good. So don't, don't ever underestimate Division Three either. Um, I know they can't offer you a full ride, but if you guys get good enough grades, which is something that you guys can also control, make sure you guys get good grades because that will really help you in the recruiting process. Um, they, they could very well give you some academic scholarships that'll, that'll cover a lot of the costs of uh, Division Three. So that's another avenue that you guys could take, too, if you guys want to just continue playing, uh, playing on. If maybe the NFL isn't your, 
isn't your prime destination and you just feel like playing ball in college while getting an education and how, you know, having a little bit of that covered, you know, division three isn't a bad Avenue either. Yeah. Just don't have any pride when it comes to the, yeah. the title of whatever division it is. Cause that, that'll kill, that'll kill anything you want. You have any love you have for football. If you got too much pride in where you want to play. So if you love ball, play ball, wherever it is. And did did your high school, well, at our high school, did uh, any of the high school coaches yeah. help help you in the uh, recruiting process? Yeah, I would say all of our coaches. I think our coaches at Centennial did a really good job um, marketing us. And at the end of the day, being at a big school like Centennial and being around so many other big name guys, like obviously in our class, it was Javon having a thousand offers. That just brought coaches around us. Um, every day I college showcase and even having that. So I think our coaches were really good at marketing us and helping us get out. And I think, I think my advice to all the younger players watching this or listening to this, get a good rep with your high school coaches and yep. make, create those relationships to, for, to where they want to help you and make, do everything right on the front end. So everything behind you can be taken care of. So, with your grades, make sure your grades are always marketable to coaches because you mm -hmm. do not want to be that one guy that says, oh, he's great talent in grades. We can't do anything with him because I know a lot of schools don't even – they don't even watch your tape unless you have a 3.5 or 3.0, whatever their requirement is. They can't even – they can't even press play in your huddle until you got grades. So that's the biggest piece of advice I'd have. And – maybe there's some coaches that don't really help or don't have the resources to help. Maybe you go to a small high school. I know social media is a big thing. What can you do on social media, Cam? Twitter. Twitter is the biggest thing right now. Coaches can communicate with <clears throat> um, players year round on Twitter. And so I would say what I was doing before my recruiting started picking up, I had a message to send to every single coach I found on Twitter. Hey, my name is Cam Bynum. Um, really looking to start being recruited and I think I'm good enough and continue to work to get better um, to get my name out there here's here's my tape um, if you have any extra time your day to watch it and let me know what I can work on I'd really be interested in going to your school I was sending that to as many coaches I could find I was hitting up my friends that were getting offers already for their coaches twitters I was commenting under their their tweets I was you it's kind of for your future. It might be annoying and you might seem thirsty on Twitter, but it's, it's for your future. And if you're, you're hitting up coaches, you, you be in their DMS, you find their you go on their websites and find their emails and reach out to these people. Cause I've, I've gotten a couple offers after I've sent, sent those DMS, but then they start looking at me, then they start getting interested. Come see me at my high school. Then they offer me. And if I didn't send that DM to spark their interest, then that offer wouldn't have come. So, I would say just don't have, like again, like I said, don't have too much pride in hitting up these people and reaching out because you have to be proactive yourselves. Coaches, there's thousands of players they got to monitor throughout the states and the places they recruit. So yep. be, be low-key bug them. It might be annoying. You might seem weird, but they, they might watch your tape if you bug them enough. So and if you got something good to show, then kudos to you. Yeah, I was about to ask how many, how many replied to you. Because a lot of people are scared that maybe the coach won't even reply. How many reply to you back? Um, not, 
not as much as I would want, but enough. Yeah. I was able to get some schools to talk to me and say they watched it and like what they see and invite me out to a camp. Um, I've sent hundreds of DMs, hundreds of emails. So even for 20 of them to get back to me, that's, that's a great number of them. I was sending them multiple coaches on the staff. Don't just send it to you for me. Don't just, I wasn't just sending it to DB coaches. I was sending it to the special team guy, defensive coordinators, um, people that recruit my, my area, grad assistants, anybody to try and get my foot in the door. Um, somebody will <clears throat> reply to you. So all coaches aren't, aren't bigger name guys where they got a bunch of followers and don't see your messages. Uh, they'll <laughs> see it. So people, so give it a shot. You never know what can come out of it. Yeah, just never, never shut the door, guys. Always, always keep trying. And I know it could be stressful. The recruiting process is very stressful at times. It can weigh you down sometimes. But also some advice that I have is try to enjoy the recruitment process because this is, this is one, like one of the very few times in your guys' lives that you're going to be able to get this opportunity where, you know, you have schools that are interested in you or you're at this point in time where for once you get to decide where you want to go. You don't have to go to the public school down the street or wherever you guys go. Like you get to choose where you want to play football for the next four years. It's an exciting time of your life. Yes, it could be stressful, but really enjoy it, guys. Really try to enjoy it. Yeah, just just have fun and be comfortable. Don't get too – if you have a bunch of offers, don't get too caught up in it, um, getting big-headed. And if you don't have any offers, don't get, don't get too caught up stressing about your timeline because you'll be able to – find a way regardless so enjoy every second of it enjoy looking at schools and pick a school that you would go to if football wasn't a thing that, that's my one big piece of advice that I would say go to school where if football wasn't if you weren't playing football would you still be successful going to this school would you get something out of it so that's one of the big big things I, I suggest yeah that and yeah if it feels like a perfect home like you took your visit the coaches just uh you have a good relationship with the coaches. Like they're not distant. Like they keep tabs on you. They keep talking to you for some of you, bigger recruits, some of you smaller recruits, there are going to be small schools that do that. There's going to be uh, these coaches from these smaller schools that'll, you know, continuously hit you up, ask you how you're doing, you know, ask you how school's going. Like these are the, the coaches that really show that they care. Chances are they really, you know, care enough that they want you to go to their school. And sometimes that's, that's like the deciding factor for people. They just, they want to feel wanted. It's almost like getting mm -hmm. asked out to prom and you're the prom you're the you're the chick everyone wants to ask you to prom so who's, who's it gonna yeah. be at the end of the day these coaches are flirting with you trying to get yeah. you to land so it's exactly <laughs> you play the game yeah so have fun sure. with it guys have fun with it take your exactly. visits uh if uh if you got to visit local i mean and guys also too don't shut out local schools local small schools so if you're around an area and there's a you know, a college that's kind of close. I know some people are like, oh, I want to get as far away from here as possible. But you never know. Take your visit. Take your visit if it's out of state. Have some fun, guys. It's, again, it's the only time of your lives where you really get to do something like this. So take your visits. Mm -hmm. Make sure you guys uh, really get to know these coaches. Uh, pick their brain. Really find out what's the situation like in football. Maybe even hit up the people that are already on the team and ask them, hey, how's the program? Is it this, that's this, or that? Huge. Yeah. That's huge. You ask, hit up the players, see what they really think. Cause at the end of the day, none of these coaches are going to say, yeah, our school is good, but nobody's going to say anything bad. So 
talk to the players. I know for our recruiting at my school or at Cal, um, we have player panels with the recruits. Yep. Where we no coaches, too. we just talk. We just talk to the players, and we keep it real with them. Hey, school is tough. You're gonna have to come in here and grind. I I struggled my first semester. Like we can keep it real. Coaches are gonna tell you, yeah, we got we got tutors and all that. We do, which they're they're not lying, but they might they might sugarcoat how tough a school really may be, or they really may not have as good of food they're talking about or just anything. Talk to the players. They'll, they'll keep it real with you. Players, yeah, we're aware that some coaches sell dreams and we won't – players aren't going to lie to you. No, they won't. And I, it's funny. There's always that one kid at the player panel that asks a question either about parties, about the girls at the school, or, you know, just about like, hey, you know, where, <laughs> where, where can I find the parties at? Don't, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Let someone else ask Don't that question. That Don't be that guy. Because if you're going into the school for that reason, probably shouldn't even be there. Yeah, that, that's a bad question because if we do say it's good or if it's bad, you make a decision off of that, that's not That's not it. <laughs> oh, man. Did, did anyone ask that at your player panel? I have people asking that in front of their parents. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, uh... Well, if I say the party scene is crazy and you can get into some some parties, some activities every weekend, then the parents might steer you away. But at Cal, <laughs> parties aren't even an issue because we got too many – campus isn't jumping like that, so that's never an issue. That might turn some people down, though, because I know some people are, are wanting to go to college or party, which I understand because that's textbook, that's textbook college. That's what you expect when – from the movies and from what you hear, but some people are sold off the parties and it's crazy. Yeah. Did you, you had to do those player panels and the panels with the parents, huh? Yeah. So sometimes uh, yeah, I had to do that too. Parents. Sometimes it's just a, it was just a player. Sometimes it was both. And they're, they're fun though. I, I love talking. Yeah, they were. I love hearing their questions. Yeah. And I love hearing their questions and seeing, huh, what, what, this type of stuff I wasn't thinking about. What do you guys think about? <laughs> and then it's funny hearing them. Oh, these kids actually keep it real. They're not, they're not lying to me. That's the funniest part when they're surprised that stuff was actually coaches weren't lying to them. I remember like they they asked some tough questions. The parents, like the like the kids going in, like you know they'll they'll ask the basics, like how's the offense, what kind of offense do you run, uh, what's football like. But then the parents, they're like, oh, would you go to the school if they didn't have a football program? And you're like, oh wow. Uh, uh kind of came here because of football, but yeah. <laughs> I like school now, so yeah. I'm like, would I go anywhere without a football program? <laughs> and then it's funny because like they, they keep hitting hard questions. Like I remember one uh one lady asked, they're like, Oh, where else did you get offered to? And you just have to list them all out. And she's like, Oh, why did you decide this place? And then you answer, and then they're like, Oh, why'd you do that? And I'm like, Okay, well, and then you just gotta like it's super hard hitting questions and it's just Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun though. I enjoyed I feel like a politician when I'm up there speaking to because we had a little podium too. We had a little little podium. It's like a little challenge, huh? <laughs> yeah, every, and there's always that one kid in the or always that one teammate in the player panel that's like the the speaker of the house, the one that'll speak for everybody that'll just talk, mm -hmm. talk, 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 talk. Answer like, every single question. So like they ask you and you're like, Oh, just let him answer it. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I can answer that. And then he just goes into a very eloquent, <laughs> detailed answer. Too much or they didn't even ask the question. <laughs> yeah. There's always that one kid. How, how was your visit to Cal like? 
What'd you guys do? Um, did the basic, um, went there, obviously did the whole school tour, um, showed us all the resources, the academics, showed the hotel we stay in. Then at night, they took us across the, took us on a ferry on a boat across Ooh. to a restaurant and took us all to eat downtown San Francisco, took us to the pier. Then after, you know, they, they take us to the parties and all that, all the high school, we're all starstruck, oh, college parties. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it wasn't, wasn't all that. Um, then next day, it's lo- it's kind of exhausting. Looking back at, like, visits and all that, it's kind of exhausting how many, like, how many tours we have to go on and meetings with, when they're just, just talking about the school. And I only went on one visit because my coaches were tripping if we visited anywhere else. But if, like, normal people, when they go on their five official visits, having to hear all those different schools just selling their – why they're the best thing in the country. I know that would be exhausting. So that, that's how mine went. It was, it was fun though, for sure. And mine, mine was, uh, we had like two types of visits. The one where, you know, anybody can go. And then the uh, official visits where you get to basically partner up with a, with an upperclassman and they'll, they'll like show you, it's like the overnight, the overnight visit where they get to show mm-hmm. you the, really show you the school and the, the nightlife and whatnot. But I remember they, I think my school they canceled any weekend overnight visits because I think there might have been. Never mind, won't talk about it. But they can- <laughs> by the time I was there, they canceled weekend weekend overnights, and so it was like a Wednesday, and it's like nothing's gonna happen on a Wednesday. So I I ended up having a good time. They had you visiting on a Wednesday? Yeah, it was a Wednesday overnight. It was it was all right. Like I, I wasn't wowed at the time, but I did meet some cool people though that that really kind of sold it. Uh, yeah cam shout out to cam graham he's straight from england playing american football here in this country is uh he's a really cool dude i still talk to him and uh i i wasn't sold on the school just yet and then when i actually did actually start going to the program like to the school when i started fall camp and then uh, i started to get that sense of brotherhood and stuff i'm like okay like what they preached it was real like i'm buying in now Mm mm-hmm so I kind of took right. a chance. I took a chance with Laverne, and uh, it, it panned out pretty well for me. That's a good feeling when you you go through it. It's tough. Then you realize, okay, this is kind of what I expected. You guys, this team is actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's always super nice. No, to, like no, no one's fake. Realize, like no one's fake. Everyone's real, real brothers here. Exactly, I love that. Yeah, I, I'm like I said, I miss I miss the locker room. I miss hanging out with all my teammates. Mm-hmm. Especially quarantine. I like even me being up at school these past months, it still hasn't been the name. We're only able to work out with a couple people at a time. And it it's tough. It's like it's gonna be weird going back to it because now it's so normal to be away from everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's kinda like it's it's just sad. I I miss just the team environment. Yeah. And for you guys that uh go into your college, say the recruitment process is over, you've selected your college and you go to school. Uh, I feel like a big factor in like your college experience is your friends and your roommate. If you have a roommate, I don't don't know about now, obviously because of COVID, but your friends and uh, your roommate usually makes or break your college experience. Cause if I think if you surround yourself with your teammates and your good friends or your roommate is like the coolest person in the world, it could really, you know, flip, flip any negativity that you might be feeling about the school into a positive 
because you know you surround yourself with people who are also going through it but can make it a lot like a much a much better experience like I know for some people at my school they they're like oh like I didn't like the school and then I was like did you like your roommate they're like no he was terrible so I was like okay and That's then I asked someone else and I'm like did you enjoy the school and they're like yeah it was like the best four years of my life I'm like well who like how was your roommate and he's like oh my roommate's my best friend now so it's like that's why yeah that's that's for sure that's huge because if you if you're miserable sharing a room especially as a freshman when you have to share rooms obviously who knows what what it's like now but if you don't like your roommate then everything is miserable the second you and your roommate are cool it's just like it's like you just like especially your whole dorms and all that that's probably one of the most fun experiences when you're everybody's cool in there because it's like a giant just hang out every single day it's it makes everything 10 times more fun yeah it definitely does and also be a good roommate don't be that guy who's dirty like practice good habits <laughs> clean your side of the room don't be dirty like be cool don't like, stink yeah don't, don't, stink. don't stink yeah <laughs> that's funny we had we had a coach we had a coach uh defensive line coach Love him to death. He would always say, like, in a team huddle with, like, the D-line, he'd always say, at the end of every practice, he'd always say, wash your nuts, and then that's it. He's like, ah, wash your – hey, fellas, you guys stink. Wash your nuts. And then, all right, <laughs> leopards on me, leopards on three. <laughs> like, don't stink, guys. <laughs> Be – because you're going to live on your own at some point. You, you might have a significant other at some point. You're not going to be a – you know, yeah. a dirty, dirty mess your whole life. Like, learn how to be self sufficient. Yeah, you gotta grow. Be an adult. Grow up. Do yeah. your laundry. Don't throw your food outside of the room. Don't don't be throwing. Yeah, all that's that's huge. Yep. Your trash that's can huge. next yeah. to your bed. Yep. Then <laughs> you start getting ants. Yeah. And then there's no turning back. You got bugs in your clothes, and you got all type of pizza crust in your sock drawer, and all type of random things I've seen. And, be clean just be normal and you know what i think that should probably be a, a whole topic now that i'm thinking about it it should be a whole topic for another episode if i'm being honest that college roommate etiquette. Co- yeah roommate <laughs> etiquette or even just college life etiquette like the stuff that you're going to go through in college that you should probably be prepared for as a student athlete stuff that goes on maybe stuff uh academically that might happen or uh, again roommate yeah there's all kinds of yeah about. yeah we got we got to talk about that but i think i'm going to close the episode now um fellas thanks for tuning in please show support apple Podcasts, spotify again i'm alex martinez aka benny the jet martinez on youtube please subscribe it, the podcast will also be on youtube as well cam closing thoughts uh thank you all for listening in stream us on all platforms there's a lot of platforms i don't even know about so and if you don't <laughs> got them I know, I know everybody has at least spotify and apple music so check us out it's Apple Podcasts, not Apple Music. Apple Podcast. Yeah. Apple, iPhone, YouTube, yeah. all that. Yeah. So, guys, again, <laughs> we are the Golden Hour Podcast. And thanks for tuning in to another episode, fellas. Have a great day. I believe what I do. I was meant for the stars. I was raised by the truth. I was meant for the highs. But why the lows come in toes? Got a great sense of pride. I think I win when I lose. I believe what I do. I was meant for the stars. I was raised by the truth. I was meant for the highs. But why the lows come in twos? Got a grace and surprise. I think I win when I lose.